Welcome to the Self Love Sisterhood Podcast, a place where you are able to feel happy and hopeful about a future where you feel comfortable in your own skin no matter your current size. I'm your host Julia and I have created a place free from the diet mentality, shame, fear or guilt. This is a place for honest conversations about body image, self-love, mental anxiety, intuitive eating and so much more. If you have questions about body acceptance, how to feel happy when you look at pictures of yourself or you want to know how to feel comfortable naked, then this is the place for you. If I don't have the answers to your questions, my guest will. I got you. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hello, my beautiful lovely, and welcome to this episode of the Self-Love Sisterhood podcast. As a body image coach that uses self-love as a base in her work, I often get the question if that means that I am against the desire to lose or gain weight. I feel like there is a misconception among people when it comes to this subject and I know that I am not the only self-love and body image coach that gets asked that question. So I thought that for this episode I'm going to set some things straight. Keep in mind that these are my personal opinions and that not every self-love practitioner coach is going to agree with me but I know that a lot of them will. So let's just jump right in. Am I against the desire to lose weight or gain weight? No, I am not against the idea of wanting to gain or lose weight. For some people, it is actually what's going to save their physical health, for example, and it would be just stupid of me to be against that. What I am against is the approach that most people use in order to achieve that desire, which is using diets, strict exercising plans, and using numbers to track their progress. And by that I mean the number on the scale or the measuring tape. If you use that approach to, for example, lose weight, then you are in the diet mentality and are relying on the diet culture. I have members in my program, the Body Image Academy, who has the desire to lose weight. Not for the sake of changing their appearance, but because they don't like the feelings that they have in their body. Feelings like sluggish, rigid, feeble, or actual physical pain. What they want is for their bodies to feel strong, capable, energetic, flexible and pain-free. They are focusing on changing the feelings in their bodies, and when they have accomplished that, their appearance might have changed as a result, but that is just a bonus. It's not the main goal. They don't track their progress by stepping on the scale every day, morning and night or after exercising to see if the number has changed. They might go to a yoga class because of pain in their back and feeling so flexible and pain-free when the class is over. Do you see the difference? I want to give you some more examples of how you approach weight gain or weight loss when you are in the diet mentality and how you approach the same desire when you come from a place of self-love. Let's start with the diet mentality. When you are in the diet mentality, you are in a constant state of tracking. Tracking your food intake, how much you exercise, how the numbers on the scale are changing up or down. Constant tracking with a lot of emotions tied to it. Emotions like guilt, shame, 
not good enough, not enough willpower, pat on the back, I have earned that. If you are in the diet mentality, you have a focus on restrictions of different kinds. Like, for example, eliminating certain foods in your diet because they are stopping you from losing those pounds you want to get off your body. Eliminating certain foods based on that notion, putting them on a I can't eat that list, is usually doing nothing for you but making you crave it. And it can make you crave it bad. <laughs> and one day you might not be able to resist. So you eat it. And then the overwhelming feeling of guilt sets in and you sort to one of the following scenarios. Number one, you feel like, screw it. I'll eat what I want and start again on Monday. I've screwed it up already, so I might just keep on eating. Or number two, you use exercise as a punishment to work off the calories you just consumed, tracking the number of how long you have to exercise in order to burn off what you just ate. If you are in a diet mentality, you feel like you need to earn to eat certain things. You need to accomplish something before you can enjoy that pizza or a piece of chocolate or whatever it might be. Usually it's earning to eat junk food, candy, alcohol or anything that is described as not healthy. Oh, <laughs> the more I talk about this subject, the more annoyed and mad I get, actually. I have developed such a hate for the diet culture because now that I have been out of the diet mentality for several years, I see how clearly how it used to destroy my life. The diet culture fueled my desire for weight loss and had me go into a spiral of eating disorders, low self-worth eh, and saying really shitty things to myself from the age of 13, 14. And it kept me there for about 12 years. And nowadays, girls and boys as young as 7 or 8, maybe even younger, are being affected. Having a desire of weight loss, putting things on the I can't eat that list and touching different parts of their body wishing that they look different. It breaks my heart and it fuels my hate. There are thousands of businesses all over the world profiting from our insecurities and they are making billions by keeping us there, selling us a solution to a problem that they have created that doesn't work. One of my absolute favorite quotes comes from Dr. Gail Dines, and she says, if tomorrow women woke up and decided that they really like their bodies, just think how many industries would go out of business. And that is completely true. And it is a wish that I have, that I am going to do my best to help come true. But back to the diet mentality. Another typical thing you do when you are in the diet mentality is that you shut off the communication between yourself and your body. Your body gives you signals all day, telling you different things that you should be aware of. Signals like hunger, sleep, thirst, pain, etc. And when she does, the most natural thing is to act accordingly. But if you are in the diet mentality, you don't. Because your focus is on your weight loss or your weight gain. If your body is telling you that she is hungry, you don't get something to eat right away. What you do is that you check the time to see if you are allowed to eat. 
or how many calories it is that you want to eat and if it fits into your meal plan. If you are, for example, at the gym on the treadmill running and your body is suddenly telling you that it's enough, I'm tired, please don't push me anymore. If you are in the diet mentality, you don't. You push even further because it will burn more calories. You don't push because you want to see what your body is capable of. No pain, no gain is your motto. There are several more examples of the disconnect you have with your body when you're in the diet mentality, but that is two of the most common. The biggest problem I think with the diet mentality is the feeling of never feeling 100% happy or content with your actions. That feeling of not doing enough. The diet mentality, the diet culture is tearing your self-worth, your confidence into a million little pieces. And it's bringing out the most negative and hurtful feelings that you have in your mind. Thinking that it's the way to fuel your motivation. It's not. If it were, then it would work. Then every man or woman that tried that method would have their dream body right now and they would be so happy. This success rate wouldn't be just 5%. According to statistics, 95% of diets fail. So maybe the reality is actually that it's not the way. That there might be a better way. And that brings me to talking about self-love as the approach. <laughs> but first I need to drink some water because I have been talking for a while now and my throat feels kind of dry. <laughs> okay, now I'm ready. So, how do you approach that same desire of weight gain or weight loss when you come from a place of self-love? When you come from a place of self-love, the most obvious one is of course no diets and no strict plans of any kind. The key to all of this is intuition instead of control. And now you might think, but without any plans, without any control, I'm not going to accomplish anything. And I'll just eat anything and everything. If I were to let go of control, I would binge eat so much and I would gain so much weight. No, 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 no. That would never work. Honey, binge eating is part of the diet culture. It's part of disordered eating. And I will get into that in another episode. Intuition means, among other things, listening to your body's signals. Let's take food as an example. In the diet mentality, you have, uh, I can't eat that list. In the self-love universe, you might have what I call, I don't want that slash my body does not want that list. That list has nothing to do with calories. It has to do with the physical effect that the food has on your body. For example, when I started to listen to my body and my intuition, I discovered that certain foods makes me sluggish and hungry almost right away. And that is not something that I want to feel, which means that I choose not to eat it as often or not at all. If it is a dish like, for example, carbonara, which is one of my favorites, then I might eat some extra vegetables or take a piece of hard rye bread to make myself feel more full. Like I mentioned earlier, in the diet culture, you feel like you have to deserve to eat what you want. When you practice self-love, 
nothing is restricted or off limits. Instead, you make wise choices and question yourself if you really want to eat that or if you are trying to press down some emotions like stress or loneliness, which is very common when you are in the diet mentality. The diet mentality would have us attach a lot of emotions to food. When we act from self-love, we deal with our emotions head on and comes to the understanding that we might need to work through some things in order to feel better. When you practice self-love, you listen to your body signals and you make decisions together. You are curious of how your body is going to react to certain things and you take notes of what you discover. The relationship with your body and your intuition and yourself is like a teacher-student relationship. <laughs> and that relationship is helping you feel like the best possible version of yourself. And that is not just about food. When you base your decisions on self-love, you are only using positive emotions. There are no feelings of shame, guilt or punishment in that world. Because you have come to the realization that negative thoughts can never create a positive change. And that is actually lesson number one in starting to incorporate self-love into your life. Negative thoughts can never create a positive change. And lesson number two is that you can never hate yourself into a body you love. It's not just food that doesn't have any restrictions when you base your decisions on self-love. Your vision of what you and your body can do together expands. One classic example is wearing a bikini. And wearing that bikini with pride and not thinking about what other people might think about you in that bikini. There is so much empowerment in the self-love universe and creative visions, self-esteem and confidence. When you let go of the diet mentality, you help your mind to let go of how you think your body should look in order to do certain things. When we are in the mentality of our body is not good enough, we usually let go of certain things that makes us feel so much joy. When you enter the self-love universe, anything that makes you feel joy is something you make certain is a part of your life. And that can be anything. And one of the greatest things is that you are not afraid of discovering new things that makes you feel joy. Because the feeling of not being enough is not holding you back in the same way. What else? Oh, here is another misconception that people have about self-love practitioners that I want to address in this episode. The misconception among people is that if you practice self-love, then you don't have negative feelings about your body like you do when you're in the diet mentality. Oh honey, if only. <laughs> Self-love is a beautiful thing and it can truly create miracles when it comes to our mental health, but we are still human. And even a person that has practiced self-love for years still have days when they are not at their best. But the difference is that when those people have a bad day, they don't stay in that negative spiral. They acknowledge the feeling and then they are using techniques that take them forward. They don't project negative feelings onto their bodies. They find a way to move towards positive emotions. So there you have it, my love. This is the difference, according to me, 
between being in the diet mentality and having a desire to gain or lose weight versus having the desire and basing your decisions from a place of self-love. You don't have to let go of the wish of weight gain or weight loss. Just the sucky way that you have approached that wish. I want to end this discussion by saying that letting go of the diet mentality and start practicing self-love is about stepping out of your comfort zone in a big way. And that can be freaking scary. (laughs) And it's okay if you are afraid. You are incredibly brave if you decide to embark on this journey, so to speak. And it's okay to not want to let go of your old ways completely or not being able to let go completely right away. This kind of change can take years. Some steps can feel easier and some really hard, but every step away from the diet mentality and the diet culture is a huge win and something to celebrate. And that, my beautiful lovely, is all I have for this episode of the Self Love Sisterhood Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I hope that it resonated with you and that it inspires you to let go of the diet mentality and try self-love instead. I would love to welcome you into this community by subscribing to the podcast. Leave us a review and please tag us on Instagram, Twitter or other social media platforms if you listen to us. Use the hashtag the self-love sisterhood podcast and at the body positive project underscore. You can find us on Instagram at that very address for weekly inspiration and on our website, thebodypositiveproject.simplero.com. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family. Let's reach the people who really need this type of community in their life. And with that, my beautiful lovely, I want to wish you the most beautiful day. And if no one else tells you this today, I believe in you and I love you.